welcome to Nutrition Mission with Ansco Foods. My name is Megan Compain and I'm your host for the season two, Beef, Lamb and Basketball, where we will be bringing you nutrition and good health from New Zealand's finest beef and lamb. Today, we're talking to Malmahara Keelan, Tokomanawa Queen's team physiotherapist, about her role within the team, the importance of nutrition and the prevention of injuries and enhancing performance. Mamahara graduated from AUT in 2009 and she's been practicing sports and physiotherapy since then. She's looked after some of New Zealand's most elite netball teams, including New Zealand's indoor netball team, the Pulse, ANZ's Wellington Netball Premiership team, and Wellington Age Grade Netball Representative teams. And be sure to listen until the end for our buzzer beater segment where we'll do a series of quick fire questions. So kia ora Mamahara, it's lovely to meet you and welcome on board to the Tokomanawa Queens. Aww. We are so stoked to have you. Um, how have you been? Good, I'm really, really excited about the season ahead So, um, and excited about today as well. So, You yeah. you must know some of the girls because you saw Tegan in the hallway and yes. big cuddles. So um, I suppose we've been already practising pre-season wise, so... Um, I've met even last night, so the imports arrived. So I've met <gasps> all everyone. So amazing. it's kind of like, yes, I feel ready for the season. Yeah, yeah, I just love that. All amazing. So it's and that's a good thing, I suppose. Working in a professional environment, you want the girls to have a good rapport, a trusting rapport, so they can trust you, especially as a physio. You yeah, know, where I'm looking Oh, it's such a them. critical role. That's I always right. talk about the physios that I've seen, the the really amazing ones. Mm. They, you're, you're so, you're in this moment of um, real trust with a physio. Mm-hmm. You're often on a table, yeah. alone. You've probably just had a, you know, tough training. You might be feeling certain ways. You almost become a bit of a team psychologist. Yeah, I suppose for me, like I'm a proud mum. I've got three girls. Again, I'm really good with women. Like yeah. you were saying, I've worked with netball, um, basketball. This is my first time <gasps> working with basketball, so I'm so excited. Oh, I'm glad to get you yeah. over on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> um, my baby plays basketball and she's like a huge fan of the Queens. And oh, when she heard great. that I'm taking care of them, it was like, my mum's like the best. I'm an unapologetic <laughs> basketball over netball. So anyone that we can convert over to the, yes. from the dark side. Yeah, so <laughs> like it. you were saying, that rapport is really important. But, you know, I'm a mum of girls, so I kind of treat the girls as if they're my own. So, yeah, yeah. they're safe. <laughs> so how did you get into this, This this uh, uh, you know, as a career path, physiotherapy mm. is... Um, it's, I mean, from a sports perspective, as I say, it's a really critical role within the team, yeah. not just for the physical side, but, you know, the, the, the sense of well-being for our athletes and, and that, that connecting how imbalanced that is. Um, can you give us a bit of a background on, on, on how you chose yeah. to step into this career? Well, growing up, I wanted to be a silver fern, like right from a baby. And then, then I... Swing defence? Nah, I was like a centre, midi, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> mid, midi, um, a whole life from eight to like forever. And then when I hit 19, I ruptured my ACL and things just plummeted from there. So long story short, didn't go well, had four ACL reconstructions oh, no. and was retired by the time I was 24. And so for someone's dreams like that as a little girl, it was like, well, what's the next best thing? I'm going to study physio and I'm going to have, first of all, I was thinking I'm going to fix myself and get back on the court. But then I realised as I studied, so it's four years of studying, I realised, well, I'm going to prevent anyone else any young aspiring athlete to go through exactly what I went through. So it was a journey because I was all for myself. But in the end, now I'm really passionate about preventing our girls from suffering what I went through. What yeah. is it? Is there something 
physiologically about female ath- like females, the, the, the gen- you know, our makeup, because mm. the prevalence of knee injuries, serious knee injuries, ACLs, yeah. in women's sport is so much higher than men's, particularly in games like basketball, netball, football, right. with the change of direction and, yes. the, and the elevation. Yeah, so first of all, I suppose our makeup, our hips are built wider than the male counterpart. So in that respect, our knees, you know, when we land, they tend to go inwards because of the width of our hips. So, um, and then, so that's important for us to teach our babies how to land properly, how to, you know, land softly so that they're not going to put pressure on those ACLs. Netball, so you're driving, you don't s- step, so you're going at pace and, and then stop. you've got to stop. Yeah. Basketball, you don't. But like, movement. Yeah, so um, that's great. Um, also hormonally, you know, like mm. we have menstrual cycles, so it makes us more prevalent, I suppose. Um, our ligaments mm. are a bit more mobile than the male counterpart. Um, those are the main physiological things that we can't change as females. Yeah, interesting. Um, but knowing, yeah. just even having that awareness and that knowledge and that understanding. Yeah. So as a young athlete, I always try to train that whole connection, making sure you understand where your hips are, where, or where your knees are in correlation with your body. So training young, how to land properly early, Rather than retraining it when you're a bit older, it's hard to change. So, well, um, yeah. Our Tokamanawa Queens head coach, Tanya Tupu, mm. who uh, I'm, you know, I, I was an ex teammate. We were teammates, former yeah. teammates together. But I also absolutely idolised her um, as someone, you know, who was a little ahead of me. Mm. Um, I remember talking about that physio room. Mm. I remember when she came back from her third knee. Injuries. So mm. she had two ACL injuries on one knee and, and one on the other. Yeah. And we were preparing um, and trialling for an Olympic Games. And I remember this moment where she was on the physio table and wasn't sure whether she was going to be able to get um, fit, re- you know, rehabbed and, yeah. and ready to go in time. And it was this awful sort of... Yeah, yeah, ACLs are huge, and it's not just the physical side. It's like what happens afterwards. And I think in my experience, like, you know, I had this ACL, and then all of a sudden people forgot me. Oh. So, like, you're left on your own yeah. to look Re- up, yeah. Yeah, to rehab, yeah. to take care of yourself in a, yeah. a non-professional environment, yeah. you know. There's no one there. So I was this young 19-year-old trying to get back on the court and play at the same level, and it yeah. Without the support structure, we're actually talking about that with yes. Tegan, that how important everything becomes, nutrition, yes. including the rehab, including the mindset. And, yeah. and it's often you can kind of end up doing one as an athlete. You know how to train. Yes. But yeah. if, unless you have outside help with nutrition and outside help with your mental well-being and yes. mental state, then yeah. it's really hard to get all those pieces of puzzle falling together. Yeah, multifaceted. When it comes to an injury, you need to make sure you've got good family and friend support. Um, don't leave them. Like I always say, when you've had an injury, go to training, be part of the team still. Um, that's really important for an athlete. Um, eat well, continue to eat well. I suppose we get in a little bit of a sad state and want to eat all our chocolate, but if you keep them connected to their team, they feel like they're still part of the team. They'll continue eating they the same way. They can see where they're, they're, what the, all the hard work should be aiming yeah. towards being back on the court. Yeah. yeah. Training, a lot of people don't train, but it's like you can modify things. There's nothing wrong with the other leg and there's nothing wrong with yeah. your arms and Yeah, I remember that, body. that like upper body like cycle machine yes. that used to yes, sit on the, the side. Grinder. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that's really important. Like we've got it. It's a multifaceted approach. So family... 
um, making sure that they're close friends um, because it helps with their mental well-being, like you said, you know. And then their physical well-being, we've just got to support it and modify things, make sure that they know how to, they still know they can still walk, they can still do yeah, things. So yeah, yeah. Keep them strong and positive throughout the, and yeah. keep them well informed, like educate them on what's happened. And a plan is huge, like making sure they've got a plan looking over the mess yeah. and making sure those goals stay intact. Otherwise they stay and yeah, it starts to simmer in these spiral. Spiral, that's it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be in that. Yeah. Well, so you, you talked about you've recently joined the Tokamanawa Queens yes. and this is your first basketball team experience yeah, yeah um how long have you been in prep for started may 29th like i know the exact date <laughs> um walked in enthusiastic as like i'd literally retired from um i suppose uh, looking after professional teams um and then when i was approached to look after the queens well it's my baby she was like mum go and do it and i went okay I'll go back out there and get stuck in but I am super excited um and like I said I've met all the girls now and it's almost like family like that's exactly how I feel and we've even started the first game oh that's great yeah it's great to hear and and you know we were we were super proud of you know what we achieved on the court last year being inaugural champions but Mm. I think that that sense of um of team environment and and the care that's wrapped around and we talked about um, Walter and, and Rach and, yeah. and how important they are to the Fano and mm. and um, and the internationals that came over felt so supported and yeah. and it was amazing how many players we had ringing up going you guys get any spots <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I think I think every team obviously will 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 have their um the way of they work but I think the the, the sense of team and 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 togetherness is really yeah. important for the Queens I suppose me I identify as Maori so like or making sure your family is really, really important. And from a physio perspective, it's important. So it helps to nurture health and your physical well-being, mental well-being. Um, our, the management team are solid. So mm. it's kind of like these athletes have got someone that's going to look after their physical well-being. So you've got me and the strength and conditioning trainer and a masseuse. Then you've got like management, jazz, Walt, Rach, like such a solid team to support these girls and a lot of them are away from home. Mm. So we've got to make home home here yeah. for them. Yeah. So. Oh, no, that's incredible. Mm. Well, we're, we're really pleased to have you on board and I can't wait to see you on the sideline. Yep. Um, so what's your general philosophy when you're thinking about, you know, you are working with high-performing athletes mm. day in, day out, and as you said, there's a lot of facets to maintaining that kind of high-performance athletic outlook. Mm. It's not just the training, it's there's so much else involved. Yes. Um, and particularly, I guess, for court sports, you know, there is, mm. um, we talk about, I, I think, basketball and netball the same. Um, you know, there's not a lot that you don't do in the game. You accelerate. Yep. You stop. You change direction. You elevate. Yes. You you run backwards. So it's kind of like this multifaceted mm. <laughs> um, game where you're telling your body to go in all kinds of different directions. Mm. What's your philosophy for maintaining that that kind of like a high performing strong body? Yeah, maintenance. I suppose you need to be strong for your sport. So when I think about the young athletes, they play lots of basketball, basketball, basketball. But that whole strength and conditioning component is still very new so we need to make sure 
your body is in the right position for the sport. So you've got to, you know, look at it in a different perspective. Is my body ready for basketball rather than I'm playing basketball? Mm, and my body better be yeah, <laughs> come along for yeah, the ride. Yeah, so prepare <laughs> yourself. It's kind of like if you're going away on a long trip, you know, preparing for a long trip in a car, you wouldn't just go on empty, right? Yeah. You'd fuel your body correctly. You would uh, get a warrant of fitness. So you make sure you're strong and fit for the trip ahead. Um, you'll make sure the driver is like, you know, like on point, knows the direction. So you make sure your mind is ready for the sport. So it's more than just the basketball itself. Make sure your body is physically, mentally, I suppose spiritually and like socially ready for this game. That's my key thing. Yeah, you talked about fueling just then, and mm. and and the reason we're even sitting here having this talanoa yes. is is Ansco Food come yes. on board, principal partner, front of jersey, love it. Um, yeah. such a key partner for the Tokomanawa Queens, and we're so excited to have them on board. And it's that fueling part that yeah. that they can really help us with our understanding, and and it's talking with you around connecting that nutrition mm. to the to the key part of performance. Yeah. And how, how do you view that when you're thinking it from a physiotherapy point of view? Yeah. So, yeah, remembering that I'm not a nutritionist. Yeah. However, it's really important to make sure that your body is well-fueled for the job ahead. So, for example, like a lot of athletes I work with, they're constantly, like, eating or fueling on small snacks, like, every two hours. They're always eating and because their mind is, like, on and their body like constantly needs fuel. Um, sometimes when an athlete's really fatigued, has had a busy day, we've got mums on the team and they come in, they're a little bit fatigued. And I said, have you eaten? You know, it's really, really important. I suppose for a female athlete, it's even more important. So, mm. um, you know, we have menstrual cycles, so we need iron and iron is, you know, we need iron from, I suppose, red meats and mm. Um, we need protein to help with our muscle recovery and our muscle building. Um, and we need to stay hydrated. So there is that facet as well to make sure you're a, you know, a complete athlete. So fuel is probably the most important thing next door to your physical well-being as well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What about, um, how, what role does, you just mentioned it before around that kind of protection almost, and mm. Tegan talked about it earlier with the food that you, you choose to eat and when you choose to eat it, is mm. it becomes part of the, the sort of prevention of, of injury? Yeah, I, I agree. Like, you know, like I was saying at the beginning, when you get an injury, we tend to like fall into like a little bit of sadness and we just fall off the, fall off the boat and we forget about our nutrition. But it's even more important when you're injured, we need to make sure that you're providing fuel for your body to heal and same thing when you're not injured. You've got to provide fuel so that you can be the best engine, the best, you know, physical athlete out there. So uh, food is huge. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. So while we don't have a nutritionist as a, a specific or specialised nutritionist with the team currently, mm. do have Ansco Foods, our great partner, who will be yes. maybe calling <laughs> on for some for some um, advice and listening to podcasts and, and things like that, all the... Um, the, the the content and the assets that they put out there, which is which is great, particularly in support of of young athletes. Um, do you think our players get it right? The balance. 
It's hard. Yeah. Life. Yeah. It's it's hard. (laughs) We try. We try. And I suppose with the Queens, we make sure there's food available, fuel available all the time for our athletes. So they turn up, there's food there. Um, When they finish, there's food there. So we try to surround it because they're busy. We've got lives before training. So we try to make sure that the food there is helping with their optimal performance, I suppose. Well, that, that's a professional environment then, isn't yeah. it? That is yeah. that is something, as you say, that's not probably required in the yeah. in the, the license agreement for the franchise <laughs> to have to, yeah. you know, um, to, to be allowed to have a team here. Yeah. Is that you, you provide food before and after training. And I'm yeah. sure the other teams are doing it as well. But it's yeah. such a, as you say, if I was a, if I was an athlete now yes. and I was running in from your job or yes. your home or your kid and and the last thing you've done is fuel That's right. and you have something available, that yeah. means so much, doesn't it? Yeah, and you're susceptible for injury, like your mind is probably not focused on the task ahead. Um, eat, like have something so you're ready for training. Um, even my little one, like, you know, she's got, she finishes school at three, she'll have netball training at 3.30. I'll turn up with, like, sushi or something just so she's got a little bit of fuel. <laughs> Not more of ours, like, yeah. we <laughs> Or McDonald's, <laughs> eh, drive through. But, um, a couple nuggets here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I make sure, like, there's something with a bit of protein in there just for her and afterwards. So I'll kind of get a snack so she has a little bit before training and then she's got, she can eat the rest after training. So it's getting that fuel in like within 30 minutes yeah. as of exercise. So I always say a bit before and as soon as you finish, get it in. You've, you know, you've got 30 minutes, 45-minute window to kind of get some protein in to replace um, and help with the healing and function of your muscles, I suppose. The lactic acid that, oh. <laughs> that builds yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Um, we talk about that, I guess, particularly for young women, there's so mm. much pressure on what they're eating. Yes. Um, even, probably when you get to my age, it's when you're eating. <laughs> it becomes a, more of a conversation. Like, yeah. Uh, intermittent fasting. Does it work? Does it work? I don't know. <laughs> it hasn't worked for me yet. Oh. But um, I guess just in thinking and appreciating your, in your physiotherapist role, uh, but understanding the, the wellness side of it, um, what would you what would you say for our professional athletes that are playing and training at that level in the season? Hmm. Um, what they do with regards to their recommend, like recommended dietary, um, re- you know, I guess programs or or just ways of looking at the way you eat or the food that you consume. And is there anything you know that you would recommend for our athletes to just think about? Yeah, absolutely. Small meals frequently throughout the day. So like every two, three hours, eat. So it might be like eight to 10 meals a day. The more fuel you have, it's kind of like a fire. If you fuel it with, you know, with wood all the time, it's going to burn. If you don't eat and then you put a huge log on, it's not going to (laughs) burn, right? So small little meals frequently. Um, And I think if I've talked to a few, they get up to about eight meals a day. Um, but they are hungry. Like, don't wait for yourself to be hungry. Just fuel your body, and it doesn't have to be a big meal. You know, it can be something really small, like a handful of nuts or, um, I suppose, yeah, just tiny small meals just to make sure you get through and you're fueled for the for the event, I suppose. Or Yeah. Do, do you see that changing uh, at all during off-season? Do, do, do you see where athletes may have um, particular habits that or regimes that work in the during the season when the intensity is lifted and the load manager is really important yeah. and off season when 
you know, you, you obviously they're still training. They're never sitting still. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you always got to win your spot back next year. Yeah. But um, is this is there little tweaks that 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 you see that work for people? Yeah, I always find that like the conditioned athlete, it's just their norm. So make it like a normal routine. So they're used to having a meal at like seven, then nine, then eleven, and they carry that's their routine. It's just like brushing your teeth. Um, same with movement. So. They're training at the same time, but except it's not the same intensity as in-season. So maintaining that natural routine that you have in-season with off-season is quite optimal, I I would say. Um, Sometimes it's not carried out, like you've had a really hard season, you just want to veg out for a bit. I, I a bit's reckon, okay. Yeah, a bit is okay. You, how do you define a bit? <laughs> well, you know, like your bodies do need to recover, yeah. you know, yeah. physically, mentally, so... Oh, time frames, I would say <laughs> not too long. Like, I reckon, you know, even if it was like two, three weeks where you just be you. Um, but I, I know that I suppose they're so used to exercising, they'll probably still Doing be something. active. Yeah. yeah yep. So it's just get, I always think after that three week, it's really hard to kind of get back to things. So I always say like two to three weeks is a goodie. Yeah. Um, then. Just yeah. being mindful. Be mindful, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know, 80-20, that's what I always think. You yeah. know, you can, 80% of you can like train hard, eat well, but there's that 20%, that's really important. Especially for young people, right? And I think yeah. that's the thing, isn't it? There's so much yeah. pressure, yes, particularly on, on these high-performing athletes. Yeah. And, 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 and I do believe basketball, we will feel that. Yeah. We, we haven't had that professional environment um, historically, but mm. we are now in this professional environment. We want it to continue. Yes. Long may it continue. Yeah. <laughs> Having great partners like Ansco Foods on board will yes. help it continue. <laughs> but um, but we yeah we we need that balance. Like these at the young people as well that that do, you know, require that opportunity to switch off. I always think hundred percent will not last. Like yeah. if you are just strict every single day, it won't last. 80 is healthy, like you can train hard, eat well. You can also like relax and go out for dinner with your mates, have a wine, like, you know. Mm. Um, it's balance and life is all about balance. So that's my theory. Well, it, you kind of just answered my last question here, so I'm <laughs> going to put you on the spot to think of something else because that, okay. that would otherwise be a fantastic <laughs> place to stop. <laughs> what advice would you give to our inspiring young, particularly our, our young wahine athletes that might be listening today? Be strong. Be strong for your sport, physically, mentally. So stay in touch with your mates. Go, you know, like um, make sure your family are close to you. So be strong physically, mentally. Um, learn about your foods. Like you can ask questions to people. Make sure you're fueling your body. You want to be able to move well for whatever sport you wish to pursue, and just enjoy yourself. Like yeah. Make sure you enjoy yourself. Rest is really important as well. So make sure you're getting enough sleep, um, quality sleep, I suppose. So there's, you know, there's so many phones out there. You kind of just want to have quality sleep as a young one. Um, hydration, like getting enough water. Um, but those are the main yeah, it's quite things. simple things to live by, aren't they? Yeah. But and sometimes you just need that reinforcement. Yeah, and, and an athlete does that as well. Support. So yeah. it's good to pass this knowledge on to our babies who are up and coming, watching these girls on court, and they're like, wow, I want to see what they do and what they eat. And um, that's 
the most important thing follow these athletes and they're a good mentor for these babies as well. So. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, I'm so proud of our Tokomanawa queens and I can't yes. wait to see them on the court this year. And I've just, I just love talking to you today. Um, you know, <laughs> I couldn't help thinking back and it's going way back <laughs> to my uh, time in that environment, mm. uh, in similar environments. And the thing that's come through in talking to you that never was talked about then is well-being. Yes. And you're a physiotherapist, mm. so by definition, you're you're talking about knees and mm. ankles and hips and shoulders yeah. and necks and had all that. I had all that support, yeah. But no one was talking about that in your well-being. Yeah, uh, I suppose you know. Again, I'm a Maori physiotherapist, and we look at well, I look at things a little bit different. So, um, yeah. Māori health is your physical well-being, your mental well-being, your identity, knowing where you come from, your whakapapa, um, family. So if all four walls, so te whare is like basically if all four walls of your house are strong, then you are strong. Mm. So I think I practice as that. Um, that's how I practice naturally without being taught at AUT. Yeah. It's just something that oozes out of me. So um that's important, making sure your house is strong for sport. Oh, I would have loved <laughs> you to be my physio. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I love these girls. It's kind of like having... Extended. Know, yes, extended yeah, whanau. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and sometimes they can act that way, you know, uh, yes. to put them in their place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Hey, thank you so much. Finally, we're going to end on this buzzer beat around. It's really oh, fun. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you a few questions, and you're going to answer the first thing that comes to mind. I've got four prepared questions, but I'm going to ask you one that's off script, and I bet you'll guess what it is. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay, number Ready. one. One. Basketball or netball? Basketball. <laughs> you heard it here first. Oh my gosh. Can you please tell Paris Mason the same? <laughs> oh, we're <going> there. <laughs> Basketball, Paris, if in case you're listening. Oh, funny. <laughs> okay, on script. Kay. Are you a morning person or a night person? Morning. Morning person. Yeah. Win the day. Win the morning, win the day. Yeah. 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 Uh, what's your favourite hobby that's not sport? Uh, at the moment, I like playing the guitar. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, you did start say you started on the 29th of May. <laughs> so you may, I'm sure you have one already because this happens all, in all sports teams. But what's your nickname on the team? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I did have one player call me auntie. I've had like about four say, kia wow. auntie. So um, at the moment, and I've had my two call me mama mo. So I'll, I'm, happy, I'm happy with auntie or mama mo. And yeah, that's awesome. I like mama mo. <laughs> In the last question, what's the best piece of advice, life advice that anyone has ever asked you, uh, given you? Sorry. So um, my piece of advice that someone taught me was always be kind. Like we don't know what other people have gone through. You know, you don't know what their day is going through. But the other day, my oldest girl, she's 23, she said, like, an amazing one. And she says, you're never going to be this young tomorrow, so just do it, Mum. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. I love that. 
little bit of seize the day in yes. modern context. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you, and I cannot wait to see you on the court with Yay. the Queen, our latest Queen. <laughs> We've reached the end of the second podcast for Nutrition Mission with Ansco Foods, season two, beef, lamb, and basketball. Thank you so much, Mama Hara. It was great to talk to you. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for tuning in to Nutrition Mission with Ansco Foods. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to find out a little bit more, head to anscofoods.com forward slash queens for more insights and news. Make sure you tune in next time where we'll be talking to Jordan Hamlin, Tokumanawa Queens strength and conditioning coach about his role in the team and enhancing the performance of the players to be the best they can be. And make sure you tune in next time where we're going to be talking to Maya Dodson. Cannot wait. Maya played forward in the WNBA team, the Phoenix Mercury. She played college ball at Notre Dame, big time school. Maya has just joined the Tokumanoa Queens this season, our latest import, and we look forward to her sharing her journey with us. But now it's time for me to bounce. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>